Is it just me or is Apple pricing out its customers? I know I've been feeling it since I just got a new phone and it was really expensive. But is there more to the story than just ri- rising prices? Find out in this week's episode of Techie Speak. Welcome to Techie Speak, an utterly techie podcast where Julian CB, that's me, speaks his mind on various tech topics for techies and non-techies alike. New episodes pop up every Saturday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Here's the episode. Hi guys, it's been a while. I've been really busy with a lot of things, including Techtober, Techtember, Probably Techvember next month, which is November. But yeah, I'm back. And what a topic to get back into the podcast by talking about Apple. I know I haven't been talking about Apple in a bad light, but this is that episode. It's because it's been nuts. Like everyone's been reacting on social media as to how expensive Apple products are. Are not just here in the Philippines, but even in Europe of all places. That's nuts. Really surprised that Apple really didn't do much when it comes to the pricing. Oh, they did just adjust it and did the price hike. But is it really that simple? I don't know. It all started when Apple launched new iPads. So there were three new iPads. So that's the 10th gen iPad, which has four colors, the blue, the pink, the yellow, and the safe silver, as people say, and the M2 iPad Pro, which basically didn't have much of an upgrade besides the M2 chip and that Apple Pencil hover thing that could very well just be a software feature, and they could have easily put it in M1 iPad Pro, but I digress. The 10th gen iPad had a lot of changes, including the front camera now being in the landscape position, which is good for video calls. But then that would mean that there was no way, or at least Apple probably didn't have a way to put the second gen pencil, so they're still using the first gen pencil with a $9 USB-C to lightning adapter, which is very weird. But I I really don't know what to say about that iPad. The story is that it's very expensive. The 10th gen iPad, if I'm not mistaken here, the 10th gen iPad is priced at 29990 for the 64GB storage configuration which is surprisingly expensive for a base model iPad the last time we got the 9th gen iPad it was like around 20,000 pesos if I'm not mistaken it was like 19,990 if I'm not mistaken and probably now with what I'm gonna talk about there's a good chance that (laughs) there there's a good chance that the 9th gen iPad also got a price hike, which it did by 2,000 pesos. So it's now starting at 
21,990 pesos for the same 64 gig storage and all the features it had in the 9th gen. And for 8,000 pesos more, you get the 10th gen iPad, which I'm not sure people should get, but my opinions on that are for another day. Because I'm talking about if Apple is really pricing out its customers or not. The other focus of this, because I talked about the iPads, is that the other iPads in the lineup got a price hike, like the 9th gen iPad. So the 6th gen, the 6th gen iPad mini uh, got a price hike, uh, varies in price. So for the 64 gig Wi-Fi only iPad mini model, from 29,990, it became 32,990. And the price hikes are varied depending on the storage and if you get the cellular model or not. So it's very odd to see these price hikes at the same time they launched new iPads, especially with the 10th gen iPad having the same starting price as the iPad mini 6 did last year, which it's really weird to see that. And not to be outdone, the iPad Air with the M1 chip also got a price hike. For the 64 gig Wi-Fi, uh, it's a 4,000 peso price hike from 35,990 to 39,990. So it's basically a 40,000 peso tablet at this point. And of course, the subsequent models, like the higher tier models, also have varied price hikes from 5,000 to 6,000 pesos. It sucks <laughs> seeing all these iPads get a price hike. Yes, including the 9th gen iPad. And to make matters worse, if I compare the M2 iPad Pro to the M1 iPad Pro that came out basically last year, 2021, the 11-inch Wi-Fi 128-gig M1 iPad Pro costs 45,990 pesos while, get this, the M2 iPad Pro with that same configuration, Wi-Fi 128 gig, short as the M2, and it's the 11 inch, so the one I mentioned was for the 11 inch M1 iPad Pro. The M2 one costs 55,990 pesos for just the 128 gig Wi-Fi model. So that's what? A 10,000 peso difference. And besides what? The M2 chip and the hover thing on the Apple Pencil. Not much change here. And they look the same. So I really don't get it. Especially with the M2 iPad Pro. I get it with maybe the others because they were already there. And they needed to increase the price. But for the M2 iPad Pro, I don't get it. It's really getting to the point where buying an iPad doesn't really make sense in a way. But it's not just the iPads. If you think this was the first time they've done this price hike, you're wrong. <laughs> it already happened. So when the M2 MacBook Air came out, 
So the M1 MacBook Air got a price hike from 54,990 to 57,990. So it's around 3,000 pesos price hike. Mm, yeah, it's really hard to see why Apple would do this especially for laptops and their new one is 69,990 which I get it's a newer model new design blah 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 but the old one getting a price hike I really found that weird and so I went to find out why that is and I could think of two reasons I think one of them was already happening with the M1 MacBook Air scenario, but for the iPads and maybe the other products after that, this where uh, the recent things in the world affected our products. So let me mention that these are one, my opinion, and two, based on what I've read on the internet. First off, why are there price hikes? Number one, uh, the dollar is strong. Recently, the U.S. government made some moves that allow the dollar to be stronger, which causes effects with the other currencies, like the euro and the peso in our case. So that's why even Europe, of all places, got price hikes even on the latest iPhones. If you didn't know that 999, let's say you get an iPhone 14 Pro, that $999 price tag you see in their keynote when they announce it is not one, it's not actually the price that Americans are paying. They still have to pay additional taxes because it they don't actually need to show it. Unlike us, that we the price that we see includes the tax already so that's why it's really expensive but even then compared to before Europe when they got their new iPhones was more expensive than before I think if I'm not mistaken it was even more expensive than the S22 Ultra which is nuts if you think about it because the S22 Ultra is supposed to be the more expensive phone because of its big screen the S Pen support that's built in, uh, all the bells and whistles for the Ultra line. And yet, the iPhone, I think it was the 14 Pro that's just already more expensive than the S22 Ultra, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. But that's what happened, which is nuts. Yeah, first, it's because of the strong dollar, which affected every other currency. Euro... Even here, the yen especially, they actually got a price hike because of the weaker yen. So that happened, which sucks for everyone because of what basically the after effects of the pandemic plus this ongoing war thing between Russia and Ukraine. So I don't like talking about stuff like this, but it really it's now affecting everything in our lives, the food we eat, and even the tech we buy. So this is what's happening. On top of that, I think I've mentioned this already, but we have price hikes and why we have more expensive stuff, especially with Apple products. The import taxes, the taxes we pay 
to get them in here. So they're actually really expensive, which causes all the products to be expensive in our case, which is nuts if you think about it. That doesn't mean all the products of Apple got a price hike. Uh, the AirPods Pro second generation didn't get one. It was it's priced at fourteen thousand nine hundred ninety in the Apple online store. But the funny thing about that is, just because that's the price you see on Apple's website, especially for the Philippine online store, does not mean that would be the price you see when you buy offline in the stores. When you go to a mall, you see an Apple store, which is actually an Apple reseller. They are not actually Apple stores because only Apple has Apple stores. So the resellers actually also need to put another price hike in a way. So they need to put some amount of money on top of that SRP from Apple. Which is nuts. So for example, the aforementioned AirPods Pro, second generation. It just came out. I think some stores got it and they, they're they pricing it at 15990 Which is a modest, in Apple terms, 1000 peso price difference from the online store at Apple to the reseller. So that's 1000 pesos. That's fine. The same iPhone 14 Pro, which costs 70,990 pesos for 128 gig in whatever color you'd like, purple, black, whatever. So that same iPhone 14 Pro costs 76,990 pesos in PowerMax Center. So I'm just looking at PowerMax Center's website. And it costs 76,990 pesos for a 128GB iPhone 14 Pro. So if you, I don't know, if you did the math, that's like 6,000, a 6,000 peso difference between Apple Online Store and the reseller. You would think that's really unfair. It's because, oh my gosh, why are the resellers pricing it higher than, than Apple is? They have the reasons, and I don't blame them as to why they're doing this. Uh, they have to uh, factor in the overhead costs when it comes to delivering the devices from Manila to, let's say, Davao to Sorsogon, because they just opened the store as I record this episode, and that costs money for them. They need to make sure that they can cover the costs by you know uh putting a price premium on the phones that arrive here or the devices that arrive here so even the macbook air is not fifty-seven thousand nine hundred ninety pesos in power mac center i think if i'm not mistaken it's around um See, it's around 64,990 SRP, which is now discounted because it's been there for a while. But SRP went up to 64,990 pesos. That's like, what, 7,000 peso difference. But I don't blame them. They have their overhead costs and they have advantages too. 
it's not like you're at a disadvantage if you buy from the resellers. One advantage you can think of is loyalty programs. PowerMac has their One Infinite Access program where you earn points when you purchase stuff and then you get uh, discounts in services, sometimes for certain products, sometimes even for like certain Apple products. Not, not too big. But they did just get a promotion for when you get an iPhone 14 from them with one infinite access. So there's that. So loyalty, their the costs of even doing their services. So that's that too. Partly covering that. And the resellers have a wide variety of payment options. So when you go to when you buy from the Apple online store, you can basically just pay credit card usually, and it's usually straight uh, charge. So you have to pay the full fat, let's say iPhone 14 Pro, full fat 70,990 charge to your credit card. And not everyone can get that <laughs> amount of credit limit, at least on their credit card, if ever. The advantage of resellers is they have installment plans, whether you have a credit card or not even, because some have non-credit card installment options like home credit. Then the credit card options, you can basically get credit card installment up to 24 months, which is an advantage in itself because not everyone can pay that full Apple device pricing, especially if if you're reaching like MacBook Pro levels of pricing, like at least six figures. So not everyone can pay the full amount. So having payment options like installment for 24 months, that's basically like a phone plan for most people. And also besides the resellers, also the telcos in the Philippines, in the case of iPhones, they have advantages too. So, there are always reasons why uh, resellers price higher than Apple because they have to cover their overhead costs. It sucks for us customers here in the Philippines that we don't have an Apple store yet. But until then, at least the resellers are doing their best to provide a good Apple experience here in the Philippines when it comes to services the products whatsoever even training like even training people to ha learn how to use their apple products so there so what am i trying to say here is this really it's like it's like i'm saying it's apple's fault is it the reseller's fault uh i don't know because apple apple hasn't been that company that really gives value for money it's usually a premium brand it's not really like a price of performance or value for money kind of thing so they've always been premium so uh in that sense maybe it's their fault that they need to up the prices but there are some things that are out of control like what's happening right now with the dollar and the war and everything so those multiple factors are affecting 
the prices of our products. Oh, then, then there's also the case of uh, the supply chain being multinational and then we might reach a point where we're more closed off like not all countries are would want to share the resources with others so things like that so although i would like to say it's apple's fault they're only one part of the equation so it's not just apple Apple just sets the price based on how much they can earn, the profit. Because they're 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 a public company. They're like, if they're not the most valuable company, they're like up there. So they're beholden to shareholders. They're beholden to people who paid for their stock and want to see returns on it. See if the company's doing good or not. So, on one hand, it's kind of Apple's fault that why are these so expensive? But at the same time, they're a uh, for-profit public company and they're beholden to certain people. So, I kind of blame them, but I kind of don't. I don't know. It also doesn't help that uh, the Philippines isn't really that attractive when it comes to getting an Apple store. I really wish we could get one in 2023 at least. Maybe 2024. I don't know. But it would be nice to have a proper Apple store. Because I've tried one before in Japan. And it's just way different. Like, they're so accommodating to people. But until then, we'll settle for the resellers. And maybe the gray market if you're into that sort, sort of thing. So, I don't think... This would stop us from buying Apple products at all. Maybe it would postpone our plans, maybe? Until the prices normalize, but I don't see them normalize anytime soon because of the situations that we're in right now. All I can say is yes and no. Maybe it's up. Apple is, on one hand, pricing out its consumers at the same time they can't really do much about it other than to lower their prices but that would cause a lot of problems especially for a for-profit company so whatever your feelings are for apple love them hate them with a passion they're just doing what they can do and their efforts so far work i think yeah if i'm not mistaken the reports came out that Apple was the only one who gained market share slash their earnings when it comes to their phones are good compared to the rest of the industry. And if it takes stuff like price hikes for them to keep doing that and sell more iPhones, then I guess that's the world that we're living in right now. Anyway, those are my thoughts on Apple having these price hikes suddenly. Although they're not that sudden, but they seem sudden to us consumers. And we think that it's all Apple's fault, but it's more than that. That's it for this episode of Techie Speak. I may have gone a little like, you know, not really. It's like a free-flowing conversation. Although it's kind of one-sided since I'm just talking to a microphone like a doofus. But yeah, 
hope you kind of like this more relaxed, freeform kind of episode. Just let me know on social media at Utterly Techie on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I need to know if this is okay or you would like the more formal or you would like me to have a co-host or something like that. Just let me know on social media. Until the next one, guys. Bye! Thanks for listening to this episode of Techie Speak, an Utterly Techie podcast. You can follow at Utterly Techie on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also check out utterlytechie.com in order to discover more of the techie life through tech news, reviews, and opinions. See you next week!